Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. I'm producer Dan, joined always by Moses. Moses, you're actually going to be the lovematic Moses in this episode because we're going to be talking dating. You know, Justin just got engaged, so you're the only one that's actually married. So we get to bask in your sage <laughs> wisdom in this field. Do you have a sneak preview of that wisdom? It's all quite easy because you're, if you're male, you're always wrong. <laughs> if you're female, you're always right. In those gay situations, I don't really know how that works out. But you're both wrong. Yeah, you're both wrong We're and right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're, it's 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 simple. Nice. But it takes a lot of work. <laughs> Justin, this is our fifteenth episode. Ooh. We started off. Uh, when we were doing this, you know, to work on our podcasting skills. Oh, the dark off, days. Yeah. We were starting this as a, a, a movie type of podcast. We tried. So I figured this is a good time where we can actually play a movie game. I am so excited to play a movie actor, whatever the case is, game, because it might give you weird insights to all of our shitty, shitty personalities. That's very And fun. I can't wait to be exposed. I am like Jesse Spano right now. Shut I am the fuck so up. excited. So <laughs> excited. Uh, and I am Oakley Gunner, and I'm just happy to be here. Oakley. Yeah. Thank you for coming in this week. We appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Thank pew, you so pew. much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Moses. I appreciate it. There's a lot of hand gesturing <laughs> yeah. going on. I'm not sure what it means. It's an, uh, an audio medium. It. My, but my trigger finger it. is, uh, is yeah. injured. Oh. oh, I get it. It's a play yeah. on my name. I got a boo boo. Yeah. I'm offended. Good. But before we get into your complete offense, (laughs) I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Help us out by giving us a five-star review. We are also on YouTube and Rumble, so be sure to smash that like button, leave us a comment, share this video with your friends, and subscribe to our channels. We want you to be a part of this conversation, and it's going to be a fun conversation. So join us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Locals. While you're at Locals, consider contributing to us on Locals so, you know, we can actually make this a a visual medium instead of just audio only. As I teased at the beginning, we're going to play a little movie game. Get the juices flowing because, you know. I like it. I'm so excited. (laughs) I love when my juices flow. (laughs) I know know you do, Mr. Oakley. (laughs) So. We have squeegees, right? (laughs) So, the nature of this game. Yeah. I'm going to give you five actors. You have to eliminate one from history, all of his work, big or small. So if he plays like a two-bit part in a movie that's actually genuinely good, that movie gets erased. The if, whole movie. The whole movie oh, from history. Oh, wow. All right. That's so, fucked up. You have to come up with one name of these five actors. These are not nobodies. These are major <laughs> action movie stars. Okay. The, I'm sorry, but the whole movie. So if the they whole were just movie. in it. All right. If he's just tough, in it. God damn. He's I was gone. prepared for something way easier. <laughs> <laughs> if he's in an t- episode of a TV show, that episode, gone. All right. But the TV show remains. The TV show will remain because okay. it's we'll only just, just one episode. just skip that episode. Yeah, we'll just okay. skip that episode. But we can take that into account when we make our decisions. Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. If you want me to go through their uh, filmography, I can do that. I'll probably while I read their names tell you like their greatest hits but sure. if you're curious if you're like was he in that movie I can look that up okay, for you. okay. all right name number one Harrison Ford okay oh, yeah that's he's out done <laughs> I don't even give a shit about that <laughs> what are we losing whole... like fucking firewall you're, you're losing your whole uh, uh, college career <laughs> oh what <laughs> archaeology <laughs> yes ah oh, no he's, he's done I don't care about that actor number two Mel Gibson <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I like Mad Max. Yeah. And Lethal yeah. Weapon's good. Actor number three, Sylvester Stallone. Got to uh, keep him. Yeah. He was, in, he was in that prison movie where they were underwater. Or Lock, <laughs> Lockdown. Lockdown. Right? Yeah. yeah. Is that really the name? Of it? I think that's what it I'm was. I'm glad that's yeah. the movie you guys brought up on <laughs> his career. Yeah. None of the great films. That he, was. <laughs> yeah, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, briefly. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know what else he's done. All right. Nice. Continue. <laughs> Actor number four. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Oh, right. You know he's not getting tossed. Every movie that he makes is gold. <laughs> yeah. That's not even fair to put him on there. And the fifth and final actor, Bruce Willis. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So we got like the action movie stars of the the 80s paradigm going here. 80s, yeah. 90s. Interesting. Okay. So while you guys think about it for a second, yeah, I'll please. read off to the audience, you know, some of their greatest hits. Absolutely. Obviously, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. He was, he also- was in those? Yes. Um, you also have Blade Runner, and then you have uh, movies like Patriot Games and mm-hmm. Clear and Present Danger. Uh, one and and one of my personal fa- one of my personal favorites, The Fugitive. Yeah, The Fugitive's uh, good. You do love that film. And then we have Mel Gibson, obviously from the Lethal Weapon movies. Said before, Mad Max movies. 
Uh, also, was what, the direct Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. Also, I wanted to mention this too, because he also dabbled in romantic and uh, drama movies. Yes, uh, he yes. was in Forever Young and Man Without a Face. Also, Bra- Woman Wanted. Braveheart. Well, Braveheart Brave yeah. is yeah. A, it's another you know, rom-com. And, yeah. al- and also, uh, We Were Soldiers. Which oh, was oh, right. Yeah. That was a movie. That, that fucking, fucking, uh, existed. mustard gas scene at the beginning. I thought it was just like a romance between men. Yeah. Wasn't it like a broke back mountain? Keep it, let, them, let them keep it moving. And then we got <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, obviously Rocky and yep. Rambo, did movies like Tango and Cash. Yep. Tango and Cash. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Cobra, Over the Top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Over the Top, man. Yeah. Cliffhanger, Demolition right. Man, just, you know, those movies. Uh, we're keeping know. Sylvester Stallone just because of Demolition Man. <laughs> And then we have Arnold Schwarzenegger, obviously the Terminator movies, yeah. Predator, so many, Running Man, Total Recall, True Lies, True Lies, Last, Last Action, Action Hero, Last Action Hero. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my head, Moses. <laughs> nah, and, I live here now. And then we got Bruce Willis, you know, Die Hard. So and, and Moonlighting, like that, it stops right there. <laughs> moonlighting. Oh, that's that's a hard dig. Also, The Fifth Element. Let's be fair. That's Fifth a great Element. film. Yeah. That's a great film. I, I, will, everyone's got a I will never one. erase that film ever, and if anyone tries to, I will fight you. All right, so interesting tidbit about all of these actors, and this is what we'll call this bracket if we ever want to do this game again. Yeah, yeah. Every single one has been in The Expendables. Yes. Oh, wow, all right. Yeah, Harrison Ford was in that? Yeah. What's that? Harrison Ford was in The Expendables? He was in the third one. Huh. Third one, He yeah. needed the money. Did he? Yeah, firewall doesn't pay the bills for very long. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> I gotta say, this is uh, when you actually really think about it, because each one has like a niche kind of like shitty movie that I love. Yeah, I don't know what I'm losing by getting rid of Mel Gibson though. Like, I do enjoy Mad Max and Road Warrior, and I enjoy Lethal The Patriot Weapons. because it's stupid as shit. Lethal Weapon is legitimately good, but I don't fucking care. There's a million movies just uh, like. What that. about Maverick? What about oh, Maverick? <laughs> what about that? What you want? You want to like fucking lay? You, is oh, that across your dial? It, it had a cameo of uh, Danny Glover in it. You could just it watch did. Danny Glover. In yeah, but it movie. doesn't mean anything if he's not saying I'm too old for this shit, which would be erased. If Didn't we got he say that in Predator Two like a million times? In what? Predator Two? Yes. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, absolutely sure that he did. Yeah. Why not? And if he didn't get fucked, he did. Yeah. I imagined it because I like to watch it drunk. So, yeah. It was Predator 2, though. Yeah. I'll put on Maverick first. (laughs) You have terrible taste. Who was that? Oh, Harrison Ford? No, I could lose him, too. No, I know who we're talking about. Thank you. I could get rid of Harrison Ford, honestly. So, I I like that we're talking this out, because I'm having a rough time with this, because I thought I had an easy answer, and then I remembered a niche movie that is completely dumb, but I'd miss it if it was gone. All right, if I could be so bold as to submit my choice. Yes. I think I'm going Stallone. Going Stallone, oh, but over the top. I know, I know. That's a switch. I waited. You are wearing a switch on your I head right now. Out. I waited out. It's just he doesn't have like he has some good ones for me, but like over just, the top, over the top. Demolition Man. Yes, that's also there, but it's like no, I, that's my choice. I, I feel confident in that choice. If you myself. get rid of him, though, how many movies do we have about arm wrestling as a central theme? And that's uh, my well, major. I, I don't think any others. I believe that we're, we're good. That's a tangent that we can follow a little bit it's later. very but unrepresented. Like, we got to stick with the parameters we have at hand. So who's next? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Mel Gibson. Okay. I'm going to second that. Because yeah. Harrison Ford, like, is going to be in the Mar- uh, the new Marvel movies now, and I need those. Oh, <laughs> you're such a bitch. So that, uh, that's, that's why right there. You're such a bitch. But Mel Gibson, I don't think he's ever touching that, so. Mel Gibson, I vote for because most of his films are terrible. He's a he's not a good actor, and he's kind of a shitty person. So I feel yeah. like you know, I mean, I'm really not losing a lot with that. His his big claim to fame is Braveheart, which I honestly didn't ever really care about that much. You know, the best part is when he gets tortured to death at the end. The gore of it was yeah, like but the, you got to get through three it. hours yeah. of him just being over the top and makeup and whatever the fuck he's doing. Over I'm the just, top well, again. If I could just <laughs> add a, a quick interjection, because I do love Braveheart. It would be very sad for it to go. But Braveheart shines for me for everybody but him. Yeah, I'll agree with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I think that he did like some other little odds and ends. I do enjoy Road Warrior. But like, if that wasn't made, it would have just been somebody else doing it. And I feel that's like Braveheart another... too. Somebody else would be doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's like, Jason Statham would have just came into play way earlier than he ever did. You know? uh, well, that makes me wish that he was around. Uh, that's, who been, that's who's filling in for Mel Gibson if he, he goes. He was too busy doing tumbling and diving at the time. <laughs> yeah. And the odd music video. Now, I would still stick with uh, with Harrison Ford and, and Mel Gibson because I couldn't give up on Over the Top. Mm. Schwarzenegger's obviously not going. Oh, just because next. of Batman. 
Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's where we go with that. That's yeah, where I'm going okay. with that. Because, Batman and Robin. Uh, that's, yeah. that's right, yeah. What was that, a uh, Bat Mastercard? Never leave the cave without it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's, I'm a little when, sick when with myself to, for saying that When it comes to loud. Arnie, True Lies is one of my favorite movies ever. True Lies was a good movie. Yeah. And that, yet, like that, um, was that it Jamie cat, Lee Curtis? Was Jamie like a Lee sexual Jamie. awakening yeah. They that tried movie. to pass her. That's one of the things that I actually hate, and I do love the film, yeah. but they tried to pass off Jamie Lee Curtis in this sexual way, and she looks like a 12-year-old boy, which is not attractive to me as a straight man who doesn't mm. want to bang children but that's absolutely cool. what she is mm. um, so I have, I have very mixed feelings about that one <laughs> it's, it's a weird allegory uh, there. It's <laughs> like, I would have said the Tom Arnold part of it but <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. you know. so guys let me tell you when I was thinking about this yes, where I was going to go with this initially sure I was not going to attack this with any rhyme or reason. I was just gunning to get rid of the Star Wars movies. I wanted to do everything I could to just get rid of Harrison Ford. I love The Fugitive. Yeah, I don't have but, any particular problem with the rest of his work. I just wanted to get, like, I like the Indiana you'll take Jones that movies. And but I appreciate I just, about that. But Empire, then. Empire is the good one. <laughs> I just wanted Star Wars to go away. But then I looked into his filmography. Yeah. And there's, got- a, there's a movie that. I was actually thinking that Mr. Oakley over there was going to go Harrison Ford, Uh and then perhaps I would have to tell him about this. Harrison Ford is in Apocalypse Now. That's right. Oh, my God. You're absolutely right. He's in. I know exactly where it is. Yeah. It's in the scene where he's initially getting the mission. That's right. Yes. And so once I saw that. I reversed my decision. (laughs) I can't in good conscience. Yeah. As badly as I want to get rid of Star Wars. (laughs) Get rid of those. Like, even if Empire is a good movie, I just want to get rid of the series in general. (laughs) I would suffer through a thousand Air Force Ones and firewalls before I would get rid of Apocalypse Now. Absolutely. That's what I was thinking. I do appreciate your zeal. And so I had to go because I'll I'll break it down. Uh, I can't get rid of Sylvester Stallone. I like, I love the Rocky movies. Okay. One through four are very good. Four. (laughs) You're pronouncing (laughs) over the top wrong. (laughs) Well, we forgot to mention uh, Death Race 2000. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Stallone's got to stay. Machine Gun Joe. And that was going to be another thing. If you tried to get rid of Stallone. I never would. Yeah. That's when I was going to be like, do you not Know the picture in your bathroom? Oh yeah, no, I, I believe me, believe <laughs> it's me. Such a Machine Gun Joe is my hero. I love how we haven't talked about um, Bruce Willis at all. Well, I'm, we never we'll like, get, we'll gave get, him a thought. Well, he wouldn't yeah. remember it if we talked about him anyway. Oh, too soon, man. I could never get rid of Schwarzenegger because no. Terminator One, no. Two, Total yeah. Recall, so many, Predator, just so many Running great man. moments. Kindergarten Cop, Cop, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But when I was looking at their filmographies, like especially especially Stallone, Schwarzenegger. And, and Bruce Willis. I'm like, yeah. you could have just canceled their entire work like after 1991 yeah. and it wouldn't have mattered. Right. Yeah. Because all of their good movies are like in, you know, maybe the 70s, but definitely the 80s, 80s and 90s. 80s, for sure. It would have yeah, mattered to Bruce Willis because he's the one that uh, went through a divorce. <laughs> so Demi Moore got a lot of that cash. As much shit as I give the Die Hard movies because I'm particularly angry about how Die Hard 2 does not go into Die Hard 3 at all. It makes no uh, sense. It is the red-headed stepchild of the movies. That's not my favorite. Well, of the three. I like Die Hard 2. I just don't like how Die Die Hard 3 begins completely on a different page. Isn't that with a vengeance or whatever? Yes, that's the one with Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. That's a great movie. Love it. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, yeah. But they do that hokey like he's the brother of the bad of guy Hans, from, from Hans yeah, Gruber yeah. And the first he's Hans one. Gruber's brother yeah, yeah. so it's like that's kind of tacky but I just don't like the ending of Die Hard 2 is he saves his wife again he transferred to LA to yes. become a cop to make the marriage work right. the beginning of that's Die- how you make a marriage yeah. work <laughs> on the note of dating <laughs> Die Hard 3 starts with him a raging alcoholic. alcoholic. He's back in New York, New York. and he's <laughs> definitely divorced by now. It's and I'm just, like, what happened between the two movies? <laughs> you know what happened. He moved back to LA to blah, 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 and then, you know. No, it's just another, it's another part of The Last Boy Scout. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you. But, wow. You. Well, that's a great movie. That's why yeah. I have the theory that the timeline diverged yes. in between oh, no. Die Hard yeah. 2 and it's Die a Hard universe. Universe. Yeah, yeah, Die Hard did yeah. it way before Marvel. <laughs> 
And then also, of course, you have the fifth element. He was also in Beavis and Butthead Do America. That's true. Yep. I don't remember that. All right. So he's got a few in there. You can't get rid of the fifth element. That's a unique That would be cutting a part out of my heart to get rid of the fifth element. That'd be cutting a a part out of my vocabulary. Just like reciting lines from that. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't even think he's great in that movie, but that movie's great. matter to me. Yeah. And you have to- It could exist. I don't care. Now, when going through- uh, Mel Gibson's uh, body of work. Yeah. My only real thing was like, I like the Lethal Weapon movies, yeah. but they're a dime a dozen. Right. So like, you can just get a buddy cop. It's a, I was going to yeah. say, it's a buddy cop, cop movie. It's progenitor buddy cop. Nick Nolte and uh, Eddie Murphy were doing yeah. it. I mean, Point so, Break. 48 hours? Point Break. Uh, yeah, 48 hours. Yeah. Uh, but here's the one thing that kind of gave me a point to think about it. He was in The Simpsons. Yeah. He was in that episode Beyond Blunderdome. Yep. But it's not necessarily <laughs> that doesn't a good episode. You run it. See, this is, you this only is get why I feel episode, like that, that you get rid of the entirety of the filmography. It's problematic because everybody was on The Simpsons at some point. Yeah, that's well, true. I mean, yeah. it doesn't look like these other guys were. <sighs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got somebody around so doing uh, Arnold's <laughs> voice, so they don't need to get Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, they have McBain. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, Stallone? I don't think he would ever do it. No. He's a little. They, they, took, they took too many shots at Stallone uh, on Futurama and <laughs> the critic forever yeah. him to show up on any Mac Rainey. Well, or- they did that with Mel Gibson too <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. critics. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, Dan, you really put us, at least for me, a, a very tough one because, like, each one has something I have some affinity for and like that I'd really hate. No, it, and they're not good. Usually my affinity for something is for a really trashy, dumb fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I got to rule out Harrison Ford, though, just because of that point that was made. And here's another uh, thing that I was considering, because I do kind of like Braveheart, but it's insufferably long. Insufferably oh, no. long. Yeah. But, and if you compare it, like, which one do you what would you rather get rid of? Do you want to get rid of Apocalypse Now or Braveheart? All right, so I have a, I have a, a fundamental question. Okay. Then. So we're getting rid of their filmography. Yes. I need a little context. Do I still remember it? Can we still talk <laughs> oh, about oh, it? Oh, okay. Or is this like banned no, for no, forever? We're not doing like this. we have to talk about it in secret? It's, it's, kind of it's not so much that it's banned. It's just that it's erased. A race. It never so you don't, you don't remember it even fucking happening. Yeah. So I can't miss it then. Yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's another wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes it a little easier. If I don't yeah, remember it, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, get rid of it, you know. Yeah. Fuck. I still really love Apocalypse Now, so keeping that I, one. I can never give up Apocalypse Now. I can never give up. Fifth element. Mm-hmm. Uh, These are positive oh, influences man. in my life. <laughs> I could lose the Simpsons as much as I enjoy it. Yeah. Did you say Stallone? I think I did. I can't get rid of Death Race, though. No, yeah. I can't. And it's like I said, movie. I forgot about Death Race. Yeah. I never forget that he's in it. Fuck. I think that's his first movie after porn. What was the yeah. shining point for uh, Harrison Ford again? Oh, uh, uh, that's Apocalypse, yeah. Even though he's got oh, a bit part right, in apocalypse. it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really funny that God, he's just got a uh, bit part in it. And God, well, that's just starting. He does a good job it. in that scene, yeah. though. It's yeah. a it's a pretty, I mean, it's it's a it's a small bit part, but fuck, it's great. It, it would be like if we were doing this with Brian Cranston yeah. and we roped him into, like, saving Private yeah, Ryan. Ryan. Like, you're yeah. in it for a yeah. scene, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great scene. You were just standing there on set. Remind me. Remind me. We got Harrison Ford. We got Stallone. We got Schwarzenegger, who's never going to... We're not... Yeah, he's um, off the table. He's um, safe, like, and so yeah. is Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Who was yeah. the fifth one? Uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Mel Gibson. I'm getting rid of Mel Gibson I and Bruce Willis. I'm getting rid of Mel Gibson. I'm getting, how many do I have to get rid of? Just one? Just the Just one. one. Just the one. Uh, my vote's for Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, in, fuck in, him. In retrospect, I switched my vote to Mel Gibson. Yeah. So it is unanimous. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I had a gavel, I would... Yep. Right There's nothing stopping you, Dan, at any moment. Yeah, I think that's we, it. Yeah, we'll go back all and get got rid of, and not for nothing of, of the people mentioned. He deserves this the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, he never ran for governor of California. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but he is a total piece of shit. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Mel Gibson gets it. Mel Gibson, because I, you know what, I can give up those early Mad Max movies because Fury Road was dope as fuck. Fury Road was great. Yeah. Would Absolutely. Fury Road be in existence if that wasn't? Because it's a remake. Oh, my, but know? same director, though. He could have told that story. Yeah, yeah. we would have oh, just okay. gotten somebody different. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's what my thought process was for getting rid of Star Wars. If yeah. you get rid of those first, uh, the original uh, okay. trilogy, you can see Dan's disappointment. Then you get rid <laughs> of the prequels. And then Harrison Ford's also in the first Disney <laughs> movie of, of Star Wars. So the whole yeah. sequel trilogy wouldn't have happened. It's all gone. Honestly, that's... I, I'm so gleeful at the thought <laughs> that of it. That sequel I trilogy. Can't, I can't because of Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Because he's in it for, like, what? 
five minutes at best <laughs> at best it's a solid five oh minutes. that's <laughs> such a sneaky <laughs> fuck yeah. oh jesus christ i wasn't right. gonna vote for him just because of the marvel shit yeah yeah that's yeah we all heard it. you he the was, first yeah. time he, I, that's, he was good for me. That's what I figured. You I wouldn't get rid of Stallone either because he was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So. yeah uh, <laughs> you know. uh, that third one really uh, but, tore yeah. me up. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, really what like, it came down for me is that the realization that you guys brought up, which I'm so pissed at myself for forgetting, but Death Race. Yeah. Well, I that's can't a get phenomenal rid of that. I can't get rid of that Death Race 2000, what is that, 1976? 76, like that? I believe, yeah. Yeah, that's a great guy. It's Because as bad of a speaker as Stallone is, he's a great writer. Is he? Yeah, he won an Academy Award for fucking Rock, right in Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. I would, I would go so far to say that Rocky is a genuinely good movie. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I oh mean, yeah, the first I one, mean, actually, yeah. one through four. I mean, great. Well, you know, it's only just a stolen story about the Bayonne Bleeder, but I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Right. but yeah. still, but, <laughs> but uh, at the same time, like the first one is genuinely a good movie. Two is kind of like it's just Ryan, yeah. you know, the wave yeah. of the first yeah. one. Yeah, three and four get a little hokey, get a little campy, but it's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. It's meant to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. campy yeah. with like glory moments. Like how if can you know you, what I mean? Like anybody who says like Rock, get rid of Rocky Four. I think you're a communist. Yeah. Like, Stallone <laughs> single-handedly ends the Cold War. Rocky yeah. ends the Cold War. Yeah. It's great. It's such a great scene. Yeah. I I definitely because it's tough. Like two is a wash for me. Yeah. You know, and that's fine. And I'm not even consider anything past four. <laughs> no, no, because we don't do that around. Well, I here. mean, I've heard great things about Creed, but like, still. Well, the, I've seen the Creed movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Creed is just you, you watched uh, like a black exploitation version of the first Rocky right. movie. Right. Pretty right. Much I, like, I figured that's what that was. Like yeah. shot for shot, like oh. it's Rocky, but it's just you know Apollo Creed's kid. Yeah. Creed two. If you ever wanted a sequel to Rocky four, and you didn't know that like. What the backstory behind Ivan Drago? That's the Drago. one that had like Ivan yeah. Drago's in it yeah. with like his son or something yeah. like that. And, and there's like a long drawn out scene where he's got like Rocky in like his like oh. in the in the older Rocky movies. Yeah, uh, Rocky's got his own like restaurant in Philadelphia. Yes, yeah, I remember that. And he's just <laughs> he's having this sit down like they're staring at each other, and he's telling him about how he got exiled to Ukraine after <laughs> oh, that Jesus. fight, and it is intense. And I'm like, and I, then it only got worse after that. And I was just like, I never realized I wanted all of this backstory from. <laughs> Ivan Drago. This is amazing. Okay, cool. <laughs> Ivan right. Drago is a great character. Yeah. Because I saw five, and that was like old Rocky versus yeah. like a I don't know. There was like there was something with like a computer generated fight thing yeah. or something. Well, that, well, that was that was uh, Rocky Balboa. That would be Rocky six. Six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rocky, Rocky yeah. five had Tommy the Machine Gun. Yeah. That's no, oh, you're thinking. You're, right, you're, you're right. thinking of, numbers wrong. Yeah. You're yeah. thinking of Rocky Ten. Rocky Seven is where yes. he fought no, his you're own weight. Right. I had my I had my no, my numbers wrong. You know, once yeah. once things get into the six and sevens, it gets Rocky Seven or maybe it's eight, but that's the one where he fought his own weight in squirrels. And it's honestly, I think that's, oh, that's in production well, now. I think oh, that's a tough yeah. fight. Yeah. Rocky Seven is it's, it is, it's yeah. Adrian's revenge. I think she comes back from the <laughs> yeah. dead. Oh, and, no. you, know. Uh, you know what? I might go see that one in the theater. <laughs> and and then I, I think Rocky Ten is when he just goes to Mars to fight the Martian. <laughs> right, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rocky in space. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Jason battling it out. Absolutely. Well, the, the funny thing about Rocky Five is that it's just it's such a gut punch. It's oh, kind of yeah. like Alien. Uh, what is it? Alien Three. Resurrection. Oh, no, the third one, because after... The third one is the one where the, the xenomorph is like a dog or something but like that. But also, like, the end of Aliens... Oh, yeah. ...is, like, completely kiboshed yes. within, yes. like, the first, like, 30 uh, seconds. No, 30 seconds. It's, it's destroyed. And so Rocky yeah. Five, it literally starts with the end of Rocky Four. Like, Rocky wins. Yes. He's such a hero, but he's, yeah. back, he's back in the medic. And he's just going, like... He's just getting all, like, he doesn't feel right. The <laughs> right, doctor's right. like, you can never fight again. Yeah. And then, that's where, like, the brain damage yeah. part, like, yeah. comes yeah. in. It gets super How depressing. real that is yeah. for Sylvester yeah. Stallone. And then, um, I can't I can't remember the name of the character, uh, but he loses all of Rocky's money in a Ponzi Paulie. scheme. Yeah. Oh, Paulie. Paulie. Thank you. Yeah. And so he loses all of Rocky's money in a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah. He's got to move back to, like, downtown <laughs> shitty Philadelphia. Yeah. And they still have the, ro- they show the robot in it. Yeah. yeah. Briefly. Like, they, yeah. like, they're selling the robot. It's like fucking Tony Stark giving a fucking fire sale on all his garbage. I f- oh, I forgot it. Yeah, the that fucking one, robot. That God movie damn it. was yeah. Rocky Five was depressing as shit. Yeah, yeah. It's and, just like oof. 
And then it's just, it doesn't even end with a traditional fight in the ring that Rocky can redeem himself. No. It just gets into a street, street fight, fight with, yeah. Yeah, with, with the, the machine kid. gun. Yeah. In my brain, that's the street fight move. I thought he yeah. punches that's how out. I categorize it. Yeah. They, they have this weird Don King parody. Yes. And he uh, just uh. punches him at the end. <laughs> he's like, sue me or whatever. And that's yeah. how the movie ends. <laughs> sue, yeah. you, sue me for what? Yeah. Because yeah. he's like poor yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that one was uh, rough. Yeah, that's rough. A, which one did Mickey die in? Oh, uh, that's the third one. That's the third yeah. one with yeah. Clubber Lang. Yeah, yeah. Clubber Lang. And, and you know, to to his credit, that was sad. Yeah, Mr. Tay kind of. Oh, he's, he's a great foil in that movie. Yeah, he's a he great was great foil in that movie. You also get Thunderlips in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. That's what. Yes. We can't yep. talk about it too much, but that's what launched Hulk Hogan in yeah. terms of wrestling. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought he was already big. No, no, no. It was uh, that was actually kind of what got him over yeah. with, um, in Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 No, that that's was like weird. the push. That was like yeah. <laughs> yeah, over the top, as it were. <laughs> oh, oh, you well, dirty dog! Well, let's talk about you. that movie. <laughs> it's got big rigs, and it's got a father and son tale, like uh, Dutch. Thank you. Yeah, that's hey, remember Dutch with uh, Ed O'Neill. I, oh, I remember. I don't care. Movie. That yeah, is a great movie. I, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. I just want to talk about it's, Dutch. It's, <laughs> Dutch is just a poor man's uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes, so. no, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah, that's fair. This the the thought experiment of of you know which one would you get rid of reminds me, and it's a conversation for another day. But since it's on my mind, which. Uh, actor, or generally, you take a film and you replace every character in it, okay. every individual actor, with an actor of your choosing. Oh, and it's going to be the Muppets. Every single role. We've yeah. had this conversation yes. before. Schindler's List with the Muppets. Yeah, so you just basically take a film, like Schindler's <laughs> List, apparently, and every character is replaced by Muppets. The, Muppets. Yeah, by. By Muppets, I guess you would Respect have to pick. Muppet, you yeah. have to pick a Muppet, though, or you could replace every character. Every every one of the characters is played by. I usually go with Daniel Day Lewis because he's very versatile. I, I feel like that's that's where I would like to go with it at some point. That's I a need, future episode, though. I need at least two Muppets for Schindler's List. Why? <laughs> Just for the I'm dynamics. Sorry, I'm sorry. I want Sweetums as the uh, playing the Germans, and I want Kermit the Frog as. Uh, uh, what the fuck was his name? The play, uh, Schindler. <laughs> 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 Liam Neeson? Which which person from He doesn't know. I don't remember. He's he just <laughs> he's not familiar with Schindler's list. <laughs> the entirety of what he was saying was based around no one asking any questions. <laughs> That's how I always thought. Who? The girl in the red dress? What are we doing? Who's playing the pianist? <laughs> Oh, uh, there's a lot of hand signals going through the air. Yeah, I don't yeah, know it what's happening. Really. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, I like that study, and we can do that in the future. Yeah. But <laughs> so I just want to understand, it's it's that every person is played by the same actor. Yeah, right? exactly. Okay. Yeah, you, right. you basically, you take a film. Yeah. And, uh, you know, probably you have to Dan to uh, kind of make this work. But yeah, you take a film, and you replace every one of the roles. Yeah. They're all played by Gary a Oldman. given actor. It's probably Gary Oldman. <laughs> that, is, that is one of them. And uh, and the and basically the gist of it would be: Can you still make that movie well? That's the thing. Oof, okay. Can it still be done well? Yeah, so it's not we'll just about we'll, can it be done. We'll do it in the future and let's think about it because yeah. I think that's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you pick five movies and then we pick who should be yeah. uh, <laughs> everyone in. They're each playing one. the women, the men, the kids, <laughs> yeah. the dog. You know, whatever. Whatever. Oh, you gotta do, Willem yeah. Dafoe's getting in there somewhere. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, we think we need to have some skin in the game. Like, you have to yeah. pick a movie that you genuinely care about. Yeah, like, yeah you that's can't fair. Just, yeah. 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 Can't, like a, it can't a, just a movie be, that you love. Yeah, yeah, a movie that you love. So if you do anything to harm it, you'll feel bad. Yeah, yeah. that's, fair. that's I'll, fair. I'll give you the thought process, and this is not my choice, but just as the thought process, I immediately, immediately went to Enemies at the Ga Enemy at the Gate and Ron Perlman. Wow. <laughs> All of the roles. I love that. He's already yeah. in that movie, yeah. so it's like... That's not my final answer, but that's no. where my immediate stupid brain. <laughs> my went. my immediate thought, and this just happened now. I've played this yeah. game in my in my mind a million times. Yeah. This never came up before, but since we were discussing it, Apocalypse Now, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, it is, it is, it is a, yeah. such a different film. It's not the movie that I love. It's not the movie that I want, and it's not the movie that I want I to show to other smell people. Smell of napalm, napalm <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the morning, yeah. motherfucker. I love the motherfucking smell of napalm. But yeah, let's all think about this. We'll revisit this a little bit down the road. Well, while we think about it, yeah. we can move on to our next topic, yes. gentlemen. So, a traditional date, you take a woman to uh, the movies, maybe buy her a drink and dinner. Does it have to be a woman? I mean... Can it be a dog? It doesn't matter if that's right. what you're into. Whatever you're into. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's just or whatever your name is. A dog can't consent, though. So, <laughs> well, I mean, they do it with their eyes, then. Oh, yes, it's just oh, so oh. Same dog, as women do. A dog do. could find drugs in my car and say they're drugs, but they can't consent? Yeah, it's called sniffing. Uh, I don't know. Brave New World. <laughs> um, 
Yes, please, Dan, usher us into mm-hmm. the next. So, I mean, uh, the, the funny thing about introdu- introducing this topic to this uh, podcast is we have someone that's married and someone that's engaged. So yeah. you're not doing a whole bunch of dating, although you. I mean, I have some horror stories time. I can share if we really get into it. But, but in that aspect, you guys can like you know share some sage wisdom with the audience. You know, yeah. What to avoid? What to do? Is it sage? You know what? That's fine. Just go ahead. <laughs> I mean, he's got, he, he's got he's got the beard of a sage. Yeah, he, he, he does have a sage beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, come to me for advice quite often, <laughs> especially uh, in. Uh, I come to you so that we can burn some of that sage beard in the house to get rid of evil spirits, and you goddamn know that. Yeah, gravity's a bitch. I don't know how that works, but. So, yeah, we could just talk about, like, horror stories on dates. Like, like, my, like, to, qu- to quote Van Halen, my love lost a darn yeah. you know, disgrace, so I got plenty of those. Well, we ain't talking about love. All right, so, I mean, <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, I just got engaged, but I've been with uh, Christina for about six, seven years now. Uh, so I've been a little, a little bit out of, I have no good stories. These are all going to be horrifically embarrassing for me, I just realized. Mm. Yeah, dating's tough. And uh, I'll speak for myself because I'm a, a monster person. <laughs> but, um, oh, God, how do you even transition to this while well, you can't? She was dead when I found her. <laughs> <laughs> Taking notes? Okay. All right, when I speak to Tim, my lawyer, on Tuesday, I'll toss put that. Don't say anything to Tim old the Oh, no, sorry, can you cut that out? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, listen, dating's tough, man. It's a year... Especially, well, this is also coming from like an older, (laughs) definitely a position of where I am now. It's like you're two people trying to mash your lives together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, my style of dating into like coexisting and all that shit like that. I'm a very like independent person. You can be independent. I have had many friends that are incredibly codependent. Mm hmm. Like, those are those relationships where you're together nonstop. And, like, I've been in those relationships, and those were a nightmare for me. Yeah, that wouldn't work for me. I mean, I'm talking, like, years and years and years ago, but if, like, it meant if I got laid, yeah, there were some sacrifices I fucking made, even if I was annoyed as fuck. We we do a lot of things for what we want. Yeah, this is going to get really deep and dark if we really let this go off the rails, and Uh, I feel like I'm leading this in a weird way, but, yeah, it's a hard thing. Putting me to work, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, this isn't even a segment. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's no, going to no, hear not, this. Listen, listen it, it, when you're young and dumb, and you do dumb. dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes with the territory. Whether And there's so much shit that goes into it. You know, you, you as an individual, you think about your own perception. You try to act cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be liked. Uh, project. You project uh, a lot. There's a lot of errors that are put on. You know, you talk in probably a lot of hyperbole and stuff like that. I just do that with you guys. I do that literally all the time. Yeah, I know. Literally? Literally. (laughs) I just did it just there. Yeah, dating is (laughs) the best and worst part of life, I think, if I were to reflect on it. I did so many things that were within character and so many things that were so far out of my own character just because, like... You just want to be accepted and like whatever the case may be, whether it's like you have a like a great time with that person or the sex is great or whatever the case may be. You know, you you try to alter perceptions and I'm way out of that game now, but it's fucking brutal. Nobody wants to be rejected. No, even if you're not, if even if you want to reject that person. Yeah. uh, You know, you don't want to be the one rejected. Absolutely. You you try to do everything you can. So you're not in that position. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There's a, I would argue that there's like an aspect of, of, you know, dating the natural uh, romantic and sexual aspect of it necessarily involves an intimacy with another person, which you do not inherently have to have with just a friend. Exactly right. And if you had to interact with your friends of the same, sex or otherwise in the same way it's going to lead to more conflict than otherwise yep. you know with you guys we can walk away from each other at any moment when yep. somebody begins to annoy somebody else yeah, yeah and you're yeah. not invested Ugh. in the same type of right. way when it when you involve that sexual romantic aspect yeah. then you're involving this higher level of interaction and you're going to have more conflict. Exactly which, right. And that's why there's more projection and, and things a, like You don't have to do that with just a friend. It's also a higher level of intimacy when you're with your partner than you are with, like, your friends. Oh, or yeah, even, like, you know. so. That's not true. We cuddle all the time. <laughs> no, I'm not even talking about the sexual nature. I'm just talking oh. about a higher level of inti- intimacy. Like, you you, gi- you give more of your secrets uh, to excuse your... Excuse me. 
Do you not feel the way I feel? Yeah. Probably not. I need to know right now. I, yeah. I numb myself. And you have no time for this. I'm trying to hold it together. I just need to know. There's you also this, have no time to figure out how to say that right. There, there, so you're going to say it wrong. There's and I will be upset know, with you for that. that. It, it holds. It holds. You steadfast. still are my sweet boy. Aw. Sweet It's only because child. of your flavor catcher you got on your face, but that's, that's all right. <laughs> but it's tough. Like, listen, you put up a big front. Like, it only, what I figured out, because I've been with Chris for like seven years, what it gave me was like freedom to actually be myself, to not put up a front. You know what I mean? Not to like mm. showcase yourself as something you actually like are. I feel like that's that's a key. Or aspect. make yeah. you better. Uh, of, like, of, yeah, so you yeah. don't do those things that you actually no, are. No, yeah. yeah, exactly right. R- relationships intrinsically involve some some level of manipulation because human relationships involve well, that. It's you know? just that's how we are. It's Everything is manipulation. People, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that can be healthy and positive. Right. And it can be negative. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely. But you should be able to, you figure in a healthy relationship, for the most part, you're able to be yourself. Right. People seek that. And so when it isn't available to you, you try to create it. And by trying to create it, you will presumably fail in that endeavor if it isn't already there in the first place. Which goes back to that, you know, I mean, the, the broader question of how do people form relationships from the get-go kind of scenario. Correct. You know, which is all too fucking complicated for me, which is why I never really well, dated. I, 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 just, I mean, I'll just, I'll just blast something like back in the day because like I never knew what I wanted. I wanted to be independent. Because that's very much, and that's why Christine and I work so well, because we're very independent people. We coexist very well because we know how to leave each other alone. Yeah. When you know when it matters. Back in the day, I would go against my nature and, you know, be with people that, you know, were like very codependent. Yeah. And as much as it drove me insane, it sucks to be lonely. Yeah. No, that's that's an aspect of the human condition. And going back to a a point that you just made, it's that people intrinsically always yeah. want contradictory things. Absolutely. People want their independence. They want to be alone, but they also never want to be alone. They want to always have somebody around. They, they also want somebody to validate what they do. You always want contradictory things. Every every person is the same way, not just in terms of their personal relationships and their politics and their views. Everybody is a hypocrite to a degree, some way, shape, or another. It seems to be that relationships that function well are ones where people have a commonality with that, where they share that, essentially. They want that codependency, sometimes, and then other times they want to be alone. And by whatever it is that unfolds between those people, they enjoy those things at the same time, whether it's like a syncing up thing or it's a coincidental, it happens at the same time kind of scenario. It's quite literally the most brazen game of hypocrisy that you can play. Exactly. And especially like in, I can, I only know my own experiences and like I was like like a ping pong ball bouncing off the wall between what I wanted. Mm -hmm. You know, there's expectations and like, especially with dating, it's like, you don't want to waste time. You can waste time with somebody that's fun if you both are understanding in the way that, like, this is going to be fun. It's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You're just but, banging. No, exactly no. right. But if, like, if you're going to pursue something, then, like, all these questions come into mind that are, like, real-life questions. If you're going to pursue what could be a lifelong relationship. Now, you got to figure out shit like, do you want children? Like, what do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? How's your family? How's my family? Do we, can we, can they exist together? Can we exist together? And it, it's, it's wild. I never found great success. And like, I, I wasn't mad at that. I bounced around a lot. And like, I truly don't feel any uh, regrets about the way I dated. All's well that ends well. No, 100%. Yeah. But no, like really, it's, it's a tough thing because like you do not know who you are, really. Yeah. And that's like kind of the biggest problem. When you're young and dumb, especially like say you're hanging out in like the bar culture or whatever the case may be, it's like everything's well and good and you make allowances that typically just go against, you know, your, your personal modus operandi because you just don't want to be alone tonight. But even as a human, you're constantly changing. So even when you're yeah. in a long-term relationship, you, you want to find somebody who's also changing in the same way. When you're oh, together for a long time, chances are you're going to be going, your, your roads are going to converge at a certain point and it's just going to be that kind of road. You are absolutely but right. Yes. You got to find, like, do you want to go down? Because Thinking back on some of the girls that I've dated, I am so glad I didn't fucking converge any roads because goddamn, 
That was stupid. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> the, like the listeners will not understand is what you guys that are here will understand. I used to chase crazy like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. It was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Crazy's fun. Because it is fun. And it's oh. it's not only is it fun, it's dangerous. Like, legitimately dangerous. It's the reason everybody likes to bungee jump. There's a fun crazy. There's also just a toxic crazy. That well, can seem it, fun at uh, first. They, they both then, present the same yeah. up front. And toxic crazy is... Fun. It is. Yeah, you don't really, you don't yeah, realize you're talking it's toxic until yeah. it's like, oh, I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. The, the unfortunate <laughs> thing, and I'm only speaking for myself, but you don't realize you're in danger until all of a sudden you're in a car and a drug deal's going on, and you're like, Ralphie, I'm in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I mean, to use Moses <laughs> saying a bungee jumping analogy, you don't realize you're in danger until you fucking jump. <laughs> yeah. well, and like, now I knew you can't I, just get back on the platform. I knew I smoked a PCP. I don't know how I wound up in Nork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I had a lot of fun back in the day but i was always lonely i was always lonely because i was an independent person so like when a girl would get like close like, oh let's hang out and watch a movie i'm like no i want to fucking do something completely dumber than that and not with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like, that, that's me you know and it's like so i did that forever and like that, there were girls that tagged along with me and i'm sorry you did that <laughs> i know you'll never listen to this but like i'm sorry you did that as long as they don't work for the gas company, I think you're safe. You never know. I, you, you truly never know. One yeah. might. Shout out. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is in, in danger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love those gas guys. <laughs> no, but, that's what I mean. That's our audience. <laughs> but like, guys, guys, sh- subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Hit but the like, like button. <laughs> I had, I had the benefit of when I was young and dumb of being like, I still had my hair. And, like, I was still quasi-attractive and oh, shit. And, like, rec- I think you're very handsome, Jeff. No, thank you. Uh, basically, it's like I floundered a lot and had a lot of fun times, but also had, like, wickedly horrible, like, I wouldn't even call them breakups, but separations, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. And it was just, I never knew what I wanted. Until, and, until and you I, find it. No, yeah, exactly right. And, like, because, like, Christina and I, like, when we first got together, we were together for a summer. And then she was still in grad school and went away. And I was confused about shit. So, like, we fully separated for a whole nine months. And then when the next summer came around. That's when that, she wanted that day. She... <laughs> She straight up came back around and was like, I'm going to put up with your bullshit and show you that you're an idiot mm-hmm. and show you that there is like a good way to life. And like, I that's, feel, when you've yeah. got, I feel like when you've got a very dominant personality yeah. like that, yeah. and what have you, sometimes that is, um, that's valuable in a, in a short term, what you're describing yeah, and yeah. in a long term as well. Yeah. You know, cause the bottom line is that if you're too fucking cocky and proud and so on and so forth, I mean, relationships are intrinsically about some level of balance. And uh, oh, yeah. that, that has to be the way that it is. Yeah. You know? Otherwise, you're just fucking, That's you're all any on the relationship. Well, it's yeah. really, yeah. It's, I mean. it's, 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 friendships it's, are like that, too. Yeah, it's you know? truly, well, yeah, as you get older, you realize, like, your friendships, <laughs> your romantic relations, partnerships, whatever you want to call them, it's all about, like, respecting that person. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you kind of find what actually matters. You have to work well together. Yeah. Like, truly, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And you'll fight and do all those things. Fighting is a great. positive aspect yeah, of like, yeah, it. Yeah, it can be frowned upon, but it's, it is a good thing. It's frowned upon as a, as a cultural thing. As long thing, as you do it in a way that it's Respectfully. Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. fight with someone respectfully. It's got to also be yeah. constructive. You can't 100%. just start yeah. well, swinging. True, but that yeah. goes back to the respect thing. Yeah. The bottom line is that any given, you know, two people, larger group of people, whatever, you're going to disagree about things, which yeah. is good. Because if you always agree, then obviously you're really not learning that's much. not really yeah. and like and you're not the, growing no and i'll be the first to admit like christine and i don't fight much at all but like if it comes to it yeah we have hard discussions because no. you have to have that shit and that's where it made the difference it took me to be like in my young 30s to realize like oh it's not a weird exchange of this bullshit of what we want from each other it's actually like learning to actually coexist with yeah. each other's stuff. I th- How can I accommodate? I th- yeah. Nowadays, it's harder because everybody is like free to just say whatever the fuck they want on like uh, the comment section. Well, that would and go, like, yeah. You know, so everybody's You've got like, people oh, with I podcasts just-, just saying whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, ridiculous. well, nobody says anything on ours. Uh, chime <laughs> in. So let me uh, jump in here and ask a question real Please, quick. Please, Dan, yeah. Because uh, you guys are talking about fighting. Yeah. So what do you think about um, winning the argument, winning the fight? Nobody is ever... That- no, well, nobody wins, but everybody wins yeah. it all depends on how the fight goes it's like a, if you well, learn some something from it even if you were in the wrong then you're still winning in a sense i but, i disagree i disagree with the wording 
I don't think that we we used it in a colloquial sense, but I don't think that it should necessarily be like I know what a fight well, is, obviously, but it shouldn't necessarily like a, a conversation between two people where they disagree. We call it a fight when it's a little heated, heated but it, sure. it shouldn't and like it, you shouldn't. Not you shouldn't, but it's not a fight when the two people love and respect each other. Well, that's also why I phrased it in argument mm. and fight. Yeah. Because yeah. arguments do become fights. They, they, they can. Also, they yeah. It's a nuance of the word. And there's also individuals in relationships that just want to win the argument, win yeah. the fight. That's not a, yeah, and I would say uh, that that's not healthy. What, yeah. But there's would, also yeah. those that want that are fine with losing are just like, okay, well, well, like they just don't want to argue, so they're just like, oh, you're right. Well, that, yeah, and that would, I, and yeah, but it's like, like for that example, like, I've, I've argued with you guys yeah. about all sorts of shit, you know, but an argument or a debate is not about being right, so I don't think that there is a, a right or a wrong. It's, you could disagree and it could even be factual, but the point of it is, is that I try Try not to argue with anybody that I care about or love. Because no, ultimately, to you be have, right, that's you not the have point. to come to an understanding. It's not about being right or wrong. Yeah, you have to come to a mutual understanding. Yeah, I want you to understand why right. I feel this way. Fights are you about feel right differently. and wrong. Yeah. So, so where are we disagreeing? How do we? Right. Where right. is sometimes the middle it's ground? It's just here? fun to argue. I mean, that's, are, oh, you sound like a valley girl, but all there right. are. Oh, I'd love to get your wife in here someday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Nancy would have some shit to say. Oh, no, thank you. I, I've been shamed <laughs> no, enough. <laughs> I've been shamed enough by Cowboy Carlson. Uh, hold on. We've, we've got Nancy on the line right now. I'm going to get you on speaker. Secret caller. <laughs> so we, this is my last episode. <laughs> the funny thing about it, too, is we can totally take calls. I know. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, the reality is, like, if you care about your relationship, it's not about being right. If you are in a relationship and you feel like you got to be right, you are you're the problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And there's it, also a thing friendship, too. R- romantic, whatever. Yeah, there's a thing about it too. It's do you want to be because you're we're talking about relationships here. Do you want to be in a relationship with a loser? Because right. if you're winning every single fight because you've beaten them down in every yeah, single no, no. argument, and, yeah. then you've just turned your it, partner. It fosters resentment. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're gonna be bitter. They're gonna well, be no, resentful. Some people, like, it, and it's it's so shitty and cliche to say, but like. You got to kind of like match your personalities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, you got to build each other up. Yeah. And if you're just a domineering person that's like putting somebody in the fucking mud and they're not saying well, anything I, to you. I would say that that's also like there's an I completely agree with what yeah. you said. But it's like that's I would say that that's that's true of in general the way oh, in which, absolutely. you know, like yeah. the way that I try at least to interact with the world is yeah. that I don't need to be right, but yeah. I'll debate anybody. But um, in terms of how you interact with your person, you know, your your you know your actual like your romantic relationship, right. it transcends to that as well. But you definitely need more of a camaraderie with that type of thinking and so 100%. on and so forth. Any relationship, because I mean, we're you again, you know, it's, it's lack of words in the English language. But all of the all of yeah. these things are relationships. A friendship is a relationship, so on and so forth. The bottom line is that if you, my opinion would be that if you need to be right, then that's your own shortcoming, essentially. That's on you. Yeah. And you need to you know? figure that shit out. Yeah. It's 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 nice to, you know, if you're having a debate with somebody and it's like a, you know, fucking, let's see who was correct but about, you know, you know terms, whatever. Like, there's nothing wrong with a debate if everybody's on the same term. Yeah. Yeah. And you respect the other person, which yeah. I feel like, like, I wouldn't want to go into something where my main goal is for the other person to feel defeated because if you love and respect that person again romantic friendship it's very whatever. juvenile yeah. yeah i mean even a fucking stranger at the bar like i'm not trying to fucking make you feel small it's just a debate you know that's all that it is it's, it doesn't need to be more complicated than that things like when you're young and dumb things are simple because you don't you don't really think about things like that how other people feel or where they're coming from and stuff like that yeah so i think, yes. I think as i've grown older it's easier just because of that where you realize like none of this fucking matters why am I? Well, you're a bridge even- troll, so yeah, absolutely. And what do you mean? As you've grown older, you've been fucking like sixty for fucking forty years. Yeah, well, but I'm not doing that Benjamin Button thing. I, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> well, you'll watch it one day. One day, one day, and then you can come find me, whatever mountaintop that I'm sitting on. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, but it, I'll just retire to the hills. Ultimately, what it comes down to is just like nothing's easy. You got to do work, and you got to think about it. Oh yeah, love is a labor. Like, yeah. it's a cliche fucking phrase, but it is. You got to work you're if you mas- want it. Uh, yeah, in, you know? in, in the nature of dating or relationships, it, you're, you're trying to mash together two very different lives. And yeah. the older you get, the more different your lives are going to be. Yeah, regardless of how similar they are, right. they're still vastly different. We are products of, you know, our our 
upbringing, our environment, and all these things. So it's and, like, yeah, and it's tough if you're really strong-headed. I, I get it. You know, you always think you're right, but often, like, listen, we're humans. We're, we're not always right. Yeah, we've never been right no, once. No, no. And intrinsically, no matter what it is that you're arguing, no matter what, no. you're at least a bit wrong. That's always. Just, that's an always. aspect of being alive. Always. There's no absolutes in any. Well, that's certainly it, 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 not in relationships. So, guys, let's take this back to the dating aspect. Sure. What do you guys think of online dating? You know, that's there's a gay bunch shit. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like finding your match online it seems fine because at least there's some sort of algorithm and science to it. Uh, I must have to uh, a degree years ago. Science. Uh, I'll absolutely yeah. admit there's no this. Science, years ago, I I'll absolutely admit I I played around with one of those. Uh, what was Grinder.com? No, yeah, well, no. That's <laughs> listen, that's between you and I. That uh, sounds hot. But, um, that is how we met. Yeah. You don't play on Grinder. <laughs> that's all that I did, Dan. <laughs> no, no, no. It's serious business. But um I fucked around at certain points with like plenty of fish and like OK Cupid many years ago. Wasn't plenty I, of fish like the Craigslist of just it, sexual it was, encounters? It was, it was the free one. It was yeah. the free one, yeah. And uh, well, you could go into like misconnections and like casual encounters on Craigslist <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and that's not even mentioned back page. But Ooh. um, oh, that's where the action was. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I messed around with that to an extent. It never worked really in my favor. I had some interesting nights, probably a 50-50 split between interesting in a good way and interesting in a stressful way. <laughs> never really worked out for me, and that's fine. I found that ultimately, and like, I know there are people that like met their like spouse and stuff oh, yeah. through like things like that, and God bless you. But for me, no. Mm, uh-uh. Never worked. I always, I mean, because I mean, the famous story of Christina found me in her cousin's front front yard, which is absolutely true. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't have to do much work in that one. So <laughs> thankfully, I tried. I did because like loneliness sucks as a person that I'm not a gregarious person. Like I love my friends and I love the people I know. And it's always fun to like hang out the, at the bar and stuff like that. But I'm not I'm not that bro dude that just would just walk up to chicks. That was never my style. All right. I was always in the background, and I'd always... I mean, if I was drunk enough, yeah, I'd make some crazy shit, and sometimes it worked out, but that was never my way. Yeah. You don't make, like, actual interpersonal connections over over the internet, which is tough. Yeah, because, that would like, be my sentiment yeah. about it as well. Because, to, like... I'm sorry. You oh, have no, to no, go ahead, because it was, what I was about to say is going to be a throwaway thing. It would probably incriminate me some bullshit. <laughs> you have to correct for that. I've been on plenty of dates. Sure. That, you've, that I've gone through, through like, dating apps and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, it, it can be awkward as shit. You have to find, like, a person that is very personable. Yes. Because if you are introverted in any shape way or form it's going to be awkward so you find yourself asking, the story of my life asking per, asking that other person like a ton of questions yeah and then that person is shy so it just comes across <laughs> as a job interview yeah, yeah. And you're like this is spanish inquisition i've been no. on several yeah. many well i'd say can many you tell me like three that. reasons that you chose to come to this date tonight? yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean at a certain point we're down to that question <laughs> yeah. because you keep giving me one word answers i also believe <laughs> believe that you can tell very quickly in person if you will have any chance of you like, could sense somebody yeah. you could yeah. sense somebody's kind of like yeah. being right and like as a fairly reserved person myself i've always gravitated to like people that are fairly uh, women that are fairly gregarious mm. and that fills the void for me because yeah. i don't have to do that much work that's the that's the cliche yeah. of that people complete you and things yeah. like that. People yeah. are naturally drawn towards things that they uh, internally think that they lack, that's whether they they're conscious op- of it or like not. Like opposites attract. Yeah, yeah, like yeah exactly. There's a million cliches about it that sum it up in in a, in a phrase. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, the, the the truth of it is valid that people are very much so drawn to the things that they internally believe that they lack. Yeah, no, right. it, it's wild. It's it's the Wild West out there when you're dating. I mean, I don't care what age you are. It's always the Wild West. That and seems more crazy now. Like, I, just from, I, like, what I see I'm on Facebook. I'm out of the game for ridiculous. seven years, and you're out of the game for, like, 12, oh, at least yeah, over 12 yeah. years. I mean, it, it is crazy because I'm single. I'm still trying. And I've literally gone on dates where I've had, like, a Schultz and Itzen type thought process where I'm thinking, <laughs> how did I get myself <laughs> right. into hell at this moment? Yeah. I can actually, I'll actually share this story. Uh, she was a she was a nice girl. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with her. 
Uh, she lived in Jersey City. I fucking hate Jersey <laughs> City. Uh, I a, can understand that. And so what ended up happening, I'm, I'm familiar with the northern Jersey area. So I'm going up there and I, I've already set up for a proper date. We're going to meet up at uh, a box of condoms, bottle of old heart. <laughs> yeah. A box of Francia, a box yeah, of condoms. Yeah, yeah. We're good, right? A spermicide. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that warming sensation. <laughs> yeah. um, so... Get it all set up. We're going to meet somewhere in North Jersey, away from Jersey City, because I do not that's want to go. That's a fantastic move. I yeah. think that's what everybody's uh, hope for is in Jersey City, yeah. is to one day get out of Jersey City. One day I'll meet a man who gets me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she calls me up. I'm driving. I don't want to say too much, but she calls me up, and she's had like some sort of personal issue. So she's like, I, I am not in the mood to be around people. So can we please just, can you come to my place and we'll watch movie and like eat takeout? And I'm like, and I'm not an idiot. Oh, I like, have a commiserating story I can share uh, with you after. Either like, she wants to bang or you're getting robbed. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, well, you know. Can it be both? Roll, oh, roll my, roll the dice and let's say like if she wants to bang, we'll bang and then mm. that'll be fun. I have to figure out uh, Jersey City, and I've driven there many times, but <laughs> yeah. it's always a new adventure. It's always it's, different. Yeah. It yeah. changes, I think. It's, it's a freaking urban labyrinth. <laughs> like, I hate it. It's an urban death maze. It truly is. It's like that, uh... And if you turn on the right alley, the garage. Minotaur will come and wreck your yeah. shit. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely dreadful. Uh, so I, I park. She has, to, what's there? she has to tell me how to get into her, like, apartment complex, because it's not very, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not user it's, friendly. Yeah, it's not like there's no way to tell because like all of is this a euphemism for sex or is no. this literal? <laughs> no, I'm literally driving to her apartment complex. Do you think apartment complex is a euphemism for her body? I mean, no, I don't I'm, know. I'm a colorful person. Say, oh, she told me to go to the back. You know, he speaks <laughs> in Greek when he's trying to get that out of us. Oh I, I, I I figure out a way to park, and I just see her walk out. It looks like she's doing her laundry. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, oh, this is wow. fun. And she just goes to, she goes up to me and like, my Nintendo Switch and my Xbox are both broken. We can't watch any movies. We have to go find a new dock for the Switch. That takes about two hours. Yeah. Because we're going through all of these places. It's about like and five, you're driving. six. Well, she was driving. So now I'm in her car. Oh, no. Well, now you're no, captive but, audience. But yeah. the two of you were driving. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that adds well, like no, an hour a, onto that time. Yeah. And so we check out one place. They don't have it. Another place. They don't have it. And at one point, I'm in the car. I'm contemplating this whole like mission to find a Nintendo Switch dock. I'm like, how how do I always seem to find myself in this You situation? are very mission-oriented. Uh, <laughs> and you're looking for one of the things that aren't very easy to come by. Yeah. Just, just the dock. If you're not ordering it online, I don't know where to find one of those. Do you remember the girl that crashed into the yes. car at the... Yes. Yes. Okay. So basically, there was this girl who we, who I met, or who some of us met, at a concert like 15 years ago. And because she crashed into a car, I was immediately attracted to her. Naturally. Yeah. I love the yeah, crazy. this looks like a car crash. Yep, I, I, yep. I'm into it. So like, you know, we talked and we were like, she lived up in uh, Fairlawn, up north of the Raritan, mm -hmm. just oh. barely, in the cemetery town. <laughs> and um, so like, we talked and stuff like that. And like, we, I go up, like, this is going to be like proper, going to like see each other and stuff like that. I go up there that day. Her best friend gets run over by a car an hour before I show up. And it turned into three months of me like placating her absolute misery. Oh, my God. I would change my number. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be involved with any of that. I wanted so hard and hated everything so much. Yeah. And like, I'm like, listen, like, yeah, that, yeah, that sucks. Your best friend gets run over by, yeah. a, uh, by a car a block away an hour. That's a tough time to walk into <laughs> yeah, somebody's yeah. relationship, twirl yeah. the cane, Especially what dick it was out. Like, <laughs> and like, like I said, That's this is like first a thing I'm going to show up. We're going to go get lunch. It's going to be like sexy time, kind of like unattached bullshit. And now I'm involved in this drama. Yep. Yep. And I'm not, <laughs> not saying that. I'm like, but like, it's just like, there was no escape. I mean, I could have been an absolute dick and just like literally turned away and walked away forever. But like, but you can't. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, your, your parents raised you too, right? They did. <laughs> they did. But yeah, it's it's oh boy, oh boy. That's boy, a trial. Oh boy, That's oh boy, a tri oh boy. Uh, trial and tribulation. I'm, I'm glad That's I'm ridiculous. Uh, I couldn't uh, even uh, imagine retired that. from having to deal with new people. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's 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 a bit of a I, trial. I, yeah, I get that. Like, I'm always excited to meet new people because there's it's always from somebody else, and I have like nothing. I could easily walk away. They're like children. You can just like they go home yeah, with whoever just, they belong whatever. to. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, I'm engaged in a fun conversation, <laughs> and then I never have to talk to you right. again. Oh, I don't have to think about yep. you anymore. Here's one piece of sage advice. Get a nut off before you go out on your date. That's fair. Don't be walking out with a loaded gun. No, don't walk out with a loaded gun. Uh, And I don't know if this works as well for females, but I'll speak for myself. It'll make you think a lot more clear about what dumb fuck shit you're about to do. I never think clearly. I do think that post-nut clarity should be a discussion on this podcast, but I think that's a discussion for for another another time. time. Yeah. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a five-star review. Get your nut off first. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to have the post-nut clarity to have the knowledge to subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review. That way you can word it in such a poetic way (laughs) that I will have no choice but to read it on the podcast. All haikus. Also, if you've enjoyed our voices and you nutted to that, let us know in the comments. Nice. Please. Don't. <laughs> what, OnlyFans in our future? What are you talking about? I don't know. Anything is Moses in our future. Is married. He's getting lonely now. You know, things no, change I, over time. I actually time. told Nancy that I'm selling my feet on uh, OnlyFans now. A- am it's I, weird. Am I going to like, fine. Dan, take <laughs> us out of here. Am I going to have to create an OnlyFans account for the show? Maybe. Check us out on YouTube and Rumble. <laughs> Be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Keep an eye out on that OnlyFans. Those guest guys are weird. <laughs> Love you. You can also follow us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk. Get on to this conversation because, you know, it went all over the place towards the end. And get off to our voices. Yeah, get off get off on our voices and get in on the discussion. We're tune on. in and tune out. <laughs> we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and locals, and hopefully only those platforms. If you enjoyed this podcast, but not in a sexual way, then think about contributing to us on locals because that would be what the OnlyFans account is for. So, uh, Moses, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, I think I'm quoting this right. It was uh, Gil Haran who said the orgasms wow. will not be televised. Wow. <laughs> nice. It's weird. I am flabbergasted. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Justin, closing thoughts. I just drained the pipes. <laughs> well, there we go. And Mr. Roakley, closing thoughts. I, I have nothing to add, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. I, I just hope that everybody had a good, wholesome time. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> We're nutting all over the place. <laughs> oh, We're going to have to hose down this fucking recording studio. <laughs> we love you, oh, Fox. man. Where is that squeegee? <laughs> so, for Justin, Moses, and Mr. Roakley, I'm producer Dan Thank you so much for joining us, and until next time, this is Loud and Drunk.